Yomada Flamidal, we last discussed the order of the daily service in the Beit HaMikdash, and we said, Abaye set it up, and according to what he learned, and it goes according to Abba Shaul. And we discussed step by step what goes first. Setting up the big fire pit goes before the small fire pit, of the, which they took for the Ketoret. And the second fire pit, the small one, goes before putting on the two logs of wood. And the two logs of wood go before the cleaning of the inside Mizbeach. And the cleaning of the inside Mizbeach goes before uh, the cleaning of the first five Nerot of the Menorah. Then then they do Damatamid, they, sh- they Shach Damatamid, they throw the blood. And then uh, they clean the, the next two candles and then they do the ketoret, and then they put the limbs on the mizbeach, and then they gave the mincha, and we're on dafla, medal, amud alif, second line in, where it says umincha in the middle of the line, umincha, the, the flower that goes with damatamid, goes before lahavitin, which is the flower, the minachot that uh, the Kohen Gadol has to bring, the asir taifa. And they learn it from the pasuk, ola umincha, the, the whole pasuk goes as follows, ola umincha, zevach unsachim, so you see first Ola, then Minha. The Havitin goes before the Nisachim, the wine. Why? Because Shu Minha, the, the Havitin is a type of Minha. It's the Kohen Gadol's Minha, or regular Minha, but it's the same concept. Okay, Unsachim, the wine goes before the Musafim. If it's a day that you have to give a Korban Musaf, because it says Zevach Unsachim, first you have to give the Korban Ola with everything with it, including the wine, and now you could start with the Musafim. If it's a Shabbat, you give Korban Musaf, then the spoons with the Levona on it. Didn't we learn that the spoons with the Levona go before the Korban Musaf, which is the opposite of Abaye's order? So the Gemara says, It's a Machloket Tanaim, Rabbi Shemael and Rabbi Akiva. And okay, so then why did Abaye hold like Rabbi Shemael? It makes more sense uh, to, to go with the one who says Musaf goes before the spoons with the Levona. Didn't we say before? Before we learned on the last Amud, Baboke Baboke is a re- when it says Baboke twice, is a reason to do things early. Okay, when it says Bayom Bayom. The exact pasuk is beyom Shabbat, beyom Shabbat twice, and says Yachem l'fnei Hashem tamid meet bnei Yisrael berit olam. So it's come to me l'achir to make it a little bit later. It has to be a real yom, and there's really yom later in the day, not early in the morning. Okay, so my tama demand amar. Okay, so what's the reason of the one who said, which is Rabbi Akiva, that bazichin kodmin lemusafin, that the spoons with the levona go before the musafin? Gamar mehavitin. He learns the when it says hok uh, olam, he has exerash shava. It says hok olam laHashem kalil toktar. That's by havitin and by the bazichin. It says kodesh kadashim hulo meisha Hashem hok olam. So you see exerash shava hok hok. So you should do the bazichin before the musafin. You should have them near each other. So imehatam gamar. So the gemara asks if you're learning from havitin, the gemara kulam etamehatam. Learn everything from over there, and you should say that you should even do bazichin before the nesachim. So Mark explains, Okay, so you, even according to Rabbi Akiva, Bayom Bayom at the end of the day is to make it after Nesachim, at least that. But according to Rabbi Akiva, Bazichin should go before the Musafin. 
Now we learned in our Mishnah Ketot Shal Shahar Takreva Ben Dam Levarim. Ketot of the of the morning used to be given between the throwing of the blood of the Tamid to when you're putting up the limbs on the Mizbeh. And the Gemara says, Mani, who's that according to? Irabanan. If it's according to Rabbanan, it says Ben Dam Lenerot Mibale. It should be between the giving on the blood and cleaning the Nerot. And if it's according to Abba Shaul, it should be given between the cleaning of the candles and then putting up the limbs on the Mizbeah. So the Gemara answers, No, our Mishnah is according to Rabbanan. We're not giving exact uh, orders over here. Again, it's according to Rabbanan that the Ketor goes before the, the two, uh, cleaning of the last two candles. But we're not, our Mishnah specifically is not talking about order. Now, we learned in our Mishnah that the Ketoret of Shalben Arbaim, Haitakereva ben Evarim, ben Sachim. The afternoon Ketoret was given between giving the limbs of the Korban Tamid of Minha to giving the wine of the Korban Tamid of Minha, the Sachim of the Minha. How do we know that? You see, the same way the minha, the flower that's given in the morning for the Quran, ketoret kodemet lenchasim, ketoret always goes before the wine. Afkan, same thing by the afternoon, ketoret kodemet lenchasim, ketoret goes before the putting of the wine. So the Gemara says, okay, you want to learn from the morning? The same way in the morning, the Ketoret goes before putting on the limbs on the Mizbech. Afghans, you should say the same thing in the afternoon. Do the Ketoret before you put on the, the limbs on the Mizbech. The Gemara says, does it say like you do the, uh, the, the limbs of the morning? Like you do the Minha. You should do the Minha of the afternoon. And you shouldn't do the limbs of the afternoon like the limbs in the morning. And therefore, the limbs of the afternoon korban tamid should be before the ketoret. Now, once we're on the subject of learning shahrit from arvit and vice versa, tanur abanan. It says, And we understood that the afternoon korban needs, needs wine. And the Gemara asked the question, Yilmad Shal Shahim Shal Arvit. Why don't we learn Korban Tamid Shal Shahid should also need wine like the one in the afternoon? And Rabbi Omer, opposite, Arvit Mishal Shahid. Arvit, the, the afternoon minha is learned from the morning. And when it says Ha'echad, it's the, the morning Korban. The morning Korban needs Nisachim. And Tosfot says the Nafkamina, what I'm saying is if let's say they only have enough wine for one Korban, does it go the afternoon or the morning one? Now the Gemara explains Rabbi Bishlam al Rabbanan. I understand. Hi, betamit shel ben ha'arba'im ketiv. It says like Eves Ahad going on the, the second part of that parasha, which is talking about korban tamid of minha. So then I get hi Ahad going on minha. Ella Rabbi Maitama. According to Rabbi, how do you learn uh, talking about korban tamid shel shachar? So Amar Rabbar Ula Amar Kira. It says like Eves Ahad. Ezo Keves. What Keves shenemar bo Ahad? That says bo Ahad. That's the morning korban. It says echad verabanan my echad. So rabbanan, what do you do with that word echad? No, they understood it as meyuhad shebaidro. They have to pick the best sheep in that herd to be given as a korban in the morning. Verabi, how do you learn that you have to pick the best korban? He learns it from the basuk umivhar nedarecha nafka. 
It says you have to pick the best uh, one for your korban edarim. Verabanan. What do you do with that pasuk? Had bin No, we need two from had shows me that korban tamid has to be the best one. And from umibhanidarecha that even when you're giving uh, when you're giving a vow or when you're giving any other korban has to be the best one. and you need both psukim to tell you that. And Ridwa explains Rashi that by Hova, I would understand since you have to give a korban, it's coming to be mechaper. Okay, you have to pick the best one. But Nedava, you're not, you don't have to. You're just giving a donation. You're just giving a present. So you could give whatever you give, even if it's nice or wrong. That's why I need one for, pasuk for that. And if it only said by Nedava, I would have thought, listen, when you're trying to give a present, you give a nice present. You don't give a garbage present. But uh, when you have to give a korban, it's a force. Then you could give anything you want. That's why I need the pasuk for both. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, if a Kohen Gadol was elderly or, it's, uh, or he's very cold, then we warm up a water, this way we throw it in the mikveh to heat it up for him. There was rods of metal that they would heat up from Erev Yom Kippurim and they put it in the cold water to warm up the cold. You're making this piece of metal harder. And she explains that you're finishing a keli, and that's Makebe Patish, and you have Rabbi Hanel who says you're uh, extinguishing a fire. Either way, it's a problem on Shabbat. So, we're talking about uh, metal that didn't reach a temperature where it could uh, harden. And Abaye Amar Abaye explains the different answer, right? Even if it got to a high temperature where it could harden. You don't have any kavana to, to make it hard. And there you just want to make the other, the cold water warm. And therefore it's mutar. And the Rishonim, especially Tosfot, say, hey, but it's a psikrashet. It's something that's automatically going to happen. It's going to end up hardening. So the, the Tosfot in Shabbat answers, we're talking about a situation where it's not going to harden. And that leads the Gemara to ask, does, did Abaye really say that something that you don't have kavana for is mutar v'hatanya? In regards to Brit Milat, it says, And we understood that, Even if there's a tzara'at on that Mila area, you're allowed to cut it, because that's the mitzvah of Brit Milat. Too bad, that's the Brit Milat. We ask, Why do I need a pasuk? We know, Brit Milat, do it. So the Amar Abaye and Abaye explained the reason we need a pasuk. It's for Rabbi Yehuda. The Amar Davash Sheen Mitkaven Asur. Yeah, that's something that it, you don't have Kavana for, but you're doing anyways. It's Asur, and it sounds like Abaye holds that uh, there's a pasuk over here that helps Rabbi Yehuda. And obviously, holds like Rabbi Yehuda. The Davash Sheen Mitkaven. If you're going to do something on Shabbat, which is an Avera, even if you're doing it unintentionally, but you're doing it still Asur, obviously holds like that. So Gemara explains, When did he say That's That's the entire uh, Torah when it comes to cutting a tzarat and brit milah. Okay. But when it comes to Avalat Yom Kippur, Tziruf is the Rabbananu. And therefore, is mutar. And here we have a very interesting Tosfot, one of the famous ones, like Abel Chot Shabbat. And Tosfot explains that Rashi's shita is that something that you unintentionally do on Shabbat it only applies to the oraitas, but it doesn't apply to the rabbanans. 
And Tosfot doesn't like that for a bunch of reasons. And his his explanation is that it's a derabanan, and there's no shevut, there's no derabanans that are asur in the Beit Hamikdash area, as we learned at the end of Ayruvin and so many places in Nuchot Shabbat. Therefore, hardening tziruf, that making that metal hard on Shabbat, only the rabbanan, and since it's in the azara, it's in the Beit Hamikdash area, not a problem. And then Tosfor explains through Masachet uh, Keritut. That if there's a psik reshe, which means the melacha will automatically be done, you are hayav. And he brings the famous uh, Aruch, who explains that if a person doesn't have any benefit from the psik reshe at all, then it would be even mutal chathila. Very interesting to support like Abel Chot Shabbat, very good idea to look into. And the Rishonim go into the whole uh, tziruf, the Rabbanan situation. And the Ramban talks about it, the Ridva talks about it, the Rambam, Rabbi Abraham in Nahar, and so on. Very good I look into the sugya when learning Hilchot Psik Now, continuing with Yoma, the Mishnah says, Hevi uhu lebeta parva, they brought a Kohen to Beta Parva, that's where he would uh, go to the Mikveh, Uba Kodesh Aitan, it was in the Azara already, and Persu Sadin Shalbutz Benole Benaam, and they put a sheet of linen between the Kohen and the rest of the nations, this way it's not for its any purposes, no one sees him, Kidesh Yadav Raglavu Pashat, he washes his hands, and he takes off his clothing, Rabbi Meir Omer Pashat, first he takes off his clothing, then Kidesh Yadav Raglav, then he washes his hands, Nitilat Yadayim Raglaim, as we explained before in the Flamid Aleph. Now, Yarad V'Tabal Ala Benistapag, he went down to the Mikveh, he got up, uh, dried himself, they gave him white clothing, he wore it, and again washed his hands, after, in the morning after his tevila, he would wear, he would wear very hashuv clothing, from, they say from Egypt, from Eretz Ramses, that were worth 12 mane, and in the afternoon, he would wear, even more hashuv clothing from from Eretz Kush Hindoin that were worth eight hundred zuz. Hachamim Omrim Bashahayalovishal Shmona Sarmane and in the Hachamim say in the morning would wear eighteen mane worth. Uben Arabim Shal Shenem Asarmane would wear twelve mane. Hakol Shaloshim mane everything together was thirty mane. Elu Michel Tzibur that was what the Tzibur paid for. And if he wants to add, he could add, he could give a present to the Kodesh, to the Hekdesh, and make his calling even more Hashuv. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.